Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen. We've got Harold Stockberger with us today. Uh, if you don't know anything about Harold, um, he's quite an accomplished man with all the things he's done in his life and continues to do. Uh, he's friends with a lot of our friends, and uh, the guy knows what he's talking about, especially when it comes to the barbecue business. So one quick question, Harold, as we get started in this. Is there something you haven't cooked or grilled or smoked that you want to? Oh, gosh. Um, honestly, I mean, I can't think of anything that I haven't that I that I want to. Uh, I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot of seafood. Uh, I mean, I'll do shrimp every now and then and, you know, fish. I mean, I thought about never, never grilled lobster. I mean, I thought about doing that. But uh, it's one of those things I have not done yet. But so, you know, I'm, yeah, in some ways, I'm not huge about experimenting with, with, with a lot of things. But uh, that's probably one that I would like to try. Oh, well, I have a YouTube video on how to grill lobster. I'd uh, like to visit my YouTube channel. <laughs> Take it away, Leanne. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good i was going to say you can come up to the northwest and we got tons of seafood and fresh fish up here too leanne spoiled she goes out and fishes and then brings it back that's cook, right cooks it and fish and cook fish and cook awesome. <laughs> i think i told you i have a really good friend who takes care of all my tech stuff and he's a catch and release guy he goes up to idaho and fly fishes and catches these big beautiful rainbow trout and stuff and Mark's like, oh, no, it's catch and release. I said, man, I grew up, it's catch and cook, just like you said. Yeah, but yeah. Those, even if we needed a bigger frying pan, we went and got one just if they were too big. So <laughs> um, how long did it, this is a standard question in this segment of the show, Harold, so forgive me if you think of this, but when you were learning to cook, how long did it take you to learn not to, quote, unquote, peek under the lid when you were cooking? You know, I mean, I've I've always heard kind of heard that that old saying: if you're looking, you're not cooking. Right. And uh, so, I mean, it, it's one of those things I never really struggled with. Uh, you know, you know, I mean, I believe you know, time and temp. Uh, you know, I try to follow pretty closely, and I've never really had that big of a problem with that. Well, you know, we've got. In my view, we haven't made barbecue foolproof, but we're coming pretty close to it with the different selections of, of grills and smokers that you can cook on. But then also digital thermometers, the external mm -hmm. 
you know, you can put it on your phone, you can drive to the store and still watch what you're right. what you're cooking mm-hmm. at home, that type of thing. Um, I think that's great on one hand. At the other hand, I'm not sure that people learn how not to burn the crap out of things too. If they've got all this technology kind of warning them, I think that's a, and I, I'm I'm being about half facetious but half truthful. I think you've got to learn by your mistakes, and if we make it so uh, perfect for them and so easy for them, they probably won't make too many mistakes, which on one hand is a good thing. But on the other hand, I don't think it's fair because we had to learn from our mistake. Well, I mean, I, I tell customers all the time, you know, cause they'll make a comment. Well, what if I mess up? And I say, you know what? You're going to mess up. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've all, we've all overcooked something or we've over seasoned something or, or, or we've just uh, got distracted and, you know, didn't complete the process. So, uh, you know, it just, just don't, just don't go out and buy, you know, a hundred dollar brisket for your first cook and try to, you know, and, but uh, you're going to mess up. And I mean, I, I try to tell people that I don't want them to think that it's always going to be perfect because as much as I cook, I can tell you, I mean, I still mess up. So, um, you know, Hmm. I haven't done that. Oh, <laughs> be still my heart. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you should hear some of the phone calls. We, <laughs> it's, it's not a, uh, it's a, it's an adventure. I'll put it that way, Harold. <laughs> I noticed on the, on the, on your filing cabinet back there, you've got a couple of stickers. One says oak, one says mesquite on it. Do you have a preferred flavor when you're using either stickwood or, pellets or something like that that you like or do you just rotate them through uh yeah mine is more based on what i'm cooking you know i mean beef i typically tend more towards oak and occasionally hickory you know pork i use a lot of apple uh poultry i typically use pecan uh you know so i mean it really depends on what i am cooking i will experiment from time to time but uh for the most part i'm pretty set in my ways on that if you could uh, work with and spend a bunch of time with one of your barbecue heroes, who would it be? Yeah, there's so many out there that, uh, you know, from guys who that I've, I've come to know and, and, you know, and love dearly. But, uh, you know, I mean, I have had a blast spending time with Myron and getting to know him and, and really just sitting and hearing his heart uh for for the uh for the industry and and for you know preserving you know the old ways sure and uh, and, and i mean i have to say that uh, he's really been an inspiration to me he's a character i've had him on the show a few times we had to do a few edits but uh <laughs> uh more than actually with what we've had to do with leanne so i'll, I'll tell you that <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, do you remember the first thing you ever grilled or smoked? Uh, smoked, uh, probably, gosh, it's been a lot of years ago, but it probably was was a turkey. I had one of the little small, just uh, bullet type uh, smokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a Brinkman brand, if I remember correctly. And I think the first thing I actually did on it was a turkey. And I've asked you that before, Leanne, what what your first thing was. And I, I don't, don't think you have, actually. Have okay, no. what was it? 
Um, it was ribs and I was actually doing a garage sale at the time. And I had one of those offsets from Sam's and I was doing ribs. It was the first time. And, uh, they turned out so good. I took a piece of plywood and spray painted it. And I was selling ribs for a dollar at the garage sale. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So proud of myself. And uh, yeah, so ribs, definitely. That was my first thing. I'll never forget it. <laughs> We're going to use that as a promo. <laughs> I have a, a photograph of me standing in front of the smoker with the plywood and the sign from years ago. And yeah, it's it's quite the photo is, you know, the 80s hair, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we might we might need to publish that a little bit. Um, Carol, what's your least favorite food to cook? Oh, you know, I I really don't have one. I mean, I, you know, I typically try to cook the things that I enjoy and the things I like. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't don't really go into the things. And yeah, I get, yeah, I have some friends that tell me all the time, well, you need to venture out and you need to, you know, try some new things, but I I just haven't. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, What's the... What's the hardest thing about running or owning your own business, especially in a in a hardware store? You've got a hundred thousand different items in there, and I, I know we're all computerized and all that. But how do you stay ahead of the game? You know, th- th- there's a lot. You know, especially uh, Ace Hardware uh, does a lot of help. Uh, in kind of keeping us up with uh, the newest things in the market and so forth. A lot of it, from my perspective, uh, is just listening to my customers. I mean, uh, you know, if I start hearing requests for a certain item over and over, then, you know, I mean, that little light bulb goes off and say, you know what, you probably ought to have that in stock. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And, you know, and so, uh, you know, and I'm always looking, I'm always looking for, you know, what may be a new niche or a new item that will work. I mean, we try to work a lot with uh, local folks to bring in local products here. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of one of those things that really does me good to feel like I can help somebody that's just getting started. Yeah, that's um, great. You know, so, uh, you know, that's fun. It differentiates us, us from everybody else. And, uh, and so, you know, it's just things that we do. Okay. Would you describe yourself as grass-fed or corn-fed? I'm definitely corn-fed, so I, I'll jump in there first. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say I was corn-fed. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. I remember in high school, we used to talk about the corn-fed boys, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when uh, the football players and stuff, when I played way back when, you know, you had some of those big rascals on the front line that they couldn't move too fast, but you sure wanted to stay behind them if you could. Right. That was the deal. Um, You, you work with some competitive barbecue people that, you know, you're affiliated with Myron somewhat with Bill Wheeler. He's, he's on Myron's, you know, new Jack South team and all that stuff. If there was a, a change to be made, what, in your opinion, should it be in competition barbecue? You know, I mean, I would love, uh, I mean, just from, you know, talking to a lot of the guys here locally, 
yeah, I would love to see a lot more small local competitions where people could really uh, get started. Uh, I think sometimes that the uh, the competition scene uh, has gotten to a level that that it intimidates people that are wanting to get into it. Sure. Uh, and so I think some some small local competitions would be would be huge, uh, and I think it would uh, give more people the opportunity that might feel like they can't go to some of the big ones and and compete. Hmm. Okay. You ever um, you ever barbecued in your long underwear in the snow? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if if we put uh, Harold Stockburger's life to music, what music would it be? Oh gosh. Um I you know it I don't stumps know. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um it's yeah, that's okay. I it's mean, like we question. that's a tough question, yeah. but it's kind of a fun question. We've had a few people over the years that have just jumped right on it. And they whatever their favorite artist or favorite song was, they knew it. Uh, but most people don't probably sit around and think about, well, what what track music am I gonna live to today? You know, yeah, I mean I, of course I mean I love music, but I've never really thought about uh, you know, a song that's me. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of I'm yeah. glad you didn't say whiskey in a bottle. That would have been bad. <laughs> that would have been. Um, if I said you could have a fantasy day uh, just for Harold, what kind of activities would you do? You know, uh, I love the beach. Uh, and if, 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 if somebody at any given time said, hey, you can do what what you want to do, it's probably going to be go to the beach. Is it? Mm. There you go. There you go. Um, last couple of questions here. When, when you're creating a new dish at home, I know you said you like to kind of stay with this stuff, and we, as we all do, with what we like and what we kind of fancy there. But when you're creating a new dish, what would you say the percentage is that you get it right the first or second time? You know, I mean, I'm gonna say probably 50% of the time. Uh, I mean, you know, there's just sometimes, I, you know, I look at things and I'll, I'll say, well, that's pretty good. And then the second or third time, I think of ways to tweak it and make it even better. And so usually it takes me, sometimes it does take a little bit, uh, but but I do love a good challenge and, you know, to come up with, with something. Mm -hmm. Do you ever look at like classic recipes and they don't just, <clears throat> excuse me, have to be barbecue recipes? I'm guilty of this, but I look at it and say, that's really good. <clears throat> excuse me. But I'm going to do this to it <clears throat> and see how it works. Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the things that I do, you know, I'll look at, I'll find a recipe and I'll say, okay, now how can I adapt that to where I could put it on a grill? And, uh, you know, instead of maybe, it, you know, it'll talk about, you know, a, a certain seasoning to put in the meat and I'll say, well, I've got this rub, I think would really be good in that place. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I do that a lot. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, last year, uh, you know, I went to uh, Orlando uh, to the Ace Hardware Convention and uh, um, was, uh, you know, went out to eat one night and I had something I'd never had before. And it was, uh, you know, uh, crab, uh, blue crab mac and cheese. And uh, and I mean, absolutely one of the greatest dishes I ever I, I'd ever had put in my mouth. And it was kind of funny because on the way back, uh, uh, you know, I'd stopped uh, by Myron's on the way home and was standing there talking to me to him. And he looked at me and he said, uh, I want to know how long it's going to be before you duplicate that crab mac and cheese. I said, well, <laughs> so, so believe it or not, I actually went home. Uh, and that next week, uh, I pretty much developed that uh, blue crab mac and cheese, and I cooked it several times since. And everybody loved. It. There That's you great. go. When I stop by, I'll expect that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Me that. too. Me too. We can do that. Okay. Last couple questions here. Uh, Captain and Tennille are the Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers. There you go. Ford or Chevy? Ford. Chevy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> again. I lose again. Jeez, geez. <laughs> and your favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie of all time would be Tombstone. There you hmm. go. There you go. I wasn't in that movie, but um, obviously, but I knew a lot of the people that worked in that picture. So that was kind of a fun, fun. I'm I was pretty good friends for a long time with Buck Taylor. So who was uh, Turkey Creek Johnson there. So anyway, that's all good. Harold Stockberger, um, thank you so much for being with us. Yes, and thank you. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've uh, heard so much about you and from different people and read about you. So it's been a real pleasure to, to meet you uh, and have this conversation with you. Well, I appreciate it. No worries. And Leanne, as usual, it's a, uh, you're ravishing and doing great. (laughs) We'll be back next week with another uh, edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Until then, remember our motto, turn it, don't burn it. And I want you to do one thing, take care of yourselves out there. Talk to you later, everybody.